This is the My Whittier Podcast, a podcast that gives you a local's perspective on the city of Whittier, California. Now here's your host, Bob Reese. Yeah, that's me. Longtime Whittier resident and self-proclaimed foodie. I am definitely not an expert. I just know what I like. I am here to discuss all things Whittier, California, and give you a local's perspective on the city we all love, the city we call home, Whittier, California. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for joining me. I really, really appreciate it. Well, hopefully you are following me on my SMP social media platform. That's uh, Instagram, Twitter. Facebook and YouTube. Make sure and go to YouTube and subscribe to my channel, My Whittier TV. We have a brand new video dropping very, very soon. So make sure you are locked and loaded for that. Um, Happy New Year. I hope you had a great New Year. Mine was really mellow, really chill. No drinking. Woke up with with no hangover, actually, and loved every minute of that. I think that's my third or fourth year. I decided to just take it easy, wake up with no hangover, ready to conquer the new year so 2020 hopefully you guys have uh, your goals in place and you're ready to go i am all about patience this year i have goals that i want to set i have goals that i want to accomplish and then i am just going to ease into those goals and not put a lot of pressure on myself i'm definitely going to complete them but i'm not going to complete them overnight you get what i'm trying to say I'm going to just slow roll into it. Slow roll meaning I still have some butter cookies left. I still have some seized candy. I think I have like three pieces left. And then I have uh, tamales still. And I'm not sick of them. So I'm going to keep eating those. And then when that's all done, we'll go to the next step. Now I'm watching a lot of Hulu right now over the holidays. And uh, even now, I love Hulu. And right now, I'm all about 90210. Yeah, I never watched it when it came out. So I started watching uh, the beginning of the series, the original, you know, episode one with my wife. And it is like the best show ever. I love 90210 right now. I can't get enough. Why the hell didn't I watch this when it was out? So good. And uh, I'm all about the Minnesota Vikings. Because that's where the Walsh family's from. And if you're a 90210 fan, you feel me. You know what I'm talking about. Um, Joaquin Joaquin Phoenix won a Golden Globe for his performance in The Joker. And I'm dying to see The Joker. I am so pissed that I haven't seen it yet. I was going to see it about two or three times when it was out in the movie theater. Never got out there. Now it's 20 bucks to rent on my Fire Stick. That's not going to happen. And then they're re-releasing it now because it's up for an Oscar. So hopefully I I will get out there and uh, be able to see it in the movie theater. Dying to check it out. Um, We have a good show for you today. I wanted to get an episode out to you guys early January, and it's pretty early. We're still good. So we're going to talk a little bit about the Whittier Brewing Company. We are going to give you some sales tips. We're on that small business vibe. So we're going to talk sales tips for social media. 
and uh, discuss a few other things. Let's get into some sponsorship really quickly, and we will start the show. The My Whittier Podcast is sponsored by Scott Storage. Scott Storage is located at 10046 Scott Avenue, Whittier, California, 90603. If you're looking for a safe, affordable place to store your goods, please go to scottstorage.net for all of the details. Scott Storage, proud sponsor of the My Whittier Podcast. Community Magazine, servicing La Habra, Whittier, and La Mirada is a fantastic new magazine. It's a coupon book that services all three cities. It has great savings on restaurants and other services. Community Magazine can be found at Scott Storage, and also look for that in your mailbox. Community Magazine, a great way to save money and a proud sponsor of the My Whittier Podcast. All right, folks, the Whittier Brewing Company, 13002 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California. And uh, if you have been living under a rock and don't know what I'm talking about, this is the new brewery in Uptown on the corner of uh, Philadelphia and Greenleaf. Now, uh, I had the good fortune to go to the uh, brewing company the other day. I think it was December 19th, and uh, they had a soft opening and it was really, really cool. Um, fantastic space. Large, large, large place. The seating is really, really cool. And um, it's just a really good vibe. And the food wasn't completely set. They had one, one food vendor there making tacos. And the rest was just pouring these great, delicious beers. And um, I think you're really going to like it. The They have opened the doors. They are not fully... Uh, functional with all of the food just yet but I really like the way they are releasing this to the public I think they're they're genius for doing this they're opening the doors you can go in you can uh, enjoy the great beer they're gonna have some food there and as time goes on they're gonna incorporate more and more and more and it's almost like being on the ground level of this thing and just growing together if this is a place that you really really enjoy uh, you're going to see it just kind of develop over time with the community. And I think that's the way to go. I think that's a fantastic way to do it because um, you feel like part of it. You feel like, you know, you're part of the growth. You're, you feel like you're part of um, what is happening right now. And I think it's, uh, it's going to be a home run. Everybody's doing such a great job there. The seating lends itself to private party where you can kind of just chill out and be in your own environment with your own crew and then also if you wanted to kind of just open yourself up and be social with everybody else it lends itself uh, to that as well it's a very large space there's an outdoor area as well and uh, the ceilings are massive it's just a beautiful historic environment and I really think you're gonna like it go check out uh, the Instagram page for all the details I'm not completely sure on the current hours right now but you can go to Whittier Brewing CO on Instagram and get all of the details on the new Whittier Brewing Company. I think you're going to love it. It is a really cool spot. And another business I wanted to tell you about that just opened up. It's uh, over at the Grog Shop, 10211 Kalima Road, Whittier, 90603. Now, the Grog Shop is a liquor store, 
but uh, attached to the liquor store in the same building, there's a little deli area, and Rafi Kiss Bites, my boy Rafi, has just opened up his own kind of deli style slash ceviche tacos, tortas type of thing going on, and it is delicious. It's awesome. He makes things fresh daily. The menu's always changing. He's um, playing with some breakfast ideas. He does Taco Tuesday. His ceviche is some of the best I've tasted in a while. It's fresh and good, and it's genius. You can go there, grab some craft beer, grab some tacos or some tortas from Rafi, and be on your way, and it is great. Uh, 10211 Kalima Road. So check him out. He has cooked in the area for a really, really long time. He's going off on his own and just uh, exploring and kind of doing his own thing. He, his menu is always wide open. Whatever he feels like making, he does it, and it's really, really cool to see. Uh, the other day he had bacon-wrapped hot dogs on the weekend. So um, if you're looking for some good food, you want to change a pace, check out the Grog Shop. They got Rafi Kiss Bites. And uh, I think you're going to really like this. Check him out on Instagram. Give him a follow and see what he's up to. But go check out his food and then report back to me. Let me know what you think. Rafi Kiss Bites. Okay, we have a surprise closure in the Uptown Whittier area. The Deli Up has closed. And uh, to my surprise, it is no longer there. I had a few followers uh, go in and order a sandwich or actually call in and they were told that they were no longer there so the deli up is closed it was located in the lift coffee shop on greenleaf and bailey street and we are definitely going to miss them they made the best sandwiches in whittier hands down and it was home of the my whittier sandwich i can't believe it's gone I don't have any details. All I could say is they will be missed, and I want to personally thank them for creating the My Whittier Sandwich. I want to thank them for the years of service, and I want to thank them for their delicious food. They were top-notch, and I hope they make their way back. But as of right now, it's closed, and we miss you guys. Thank you so much for the years that you put in and the years that you fed us your great sandwiches. So I get a lot of questions about social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and let me start by saying I am definitely not an expert in this field, but I have been doing it for a little while and I could offer you some tips that might help you out. Now, I get a lot of questions about content, what makes a good post, how many likes makes a good post, when to post, how to post, where do you come up with the inspiration to post. It can all get really crazy and uh, I understand that but um, one of the things I would suggest and I put this on my Instagram and Facebook page it was three quick tips number one stop overthinking your content now it's really easy to talk yourself out of some good content because you're worried about how many people are gonna like it is it gonna go over well uh, all of these things and you gotta stop overthinking it and just post you wanna dance like nobody is watching and just create, 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 go from the gut and just post away. Don't worry about likes. Likes are really 2018, 2019 relevant. It's not really relevant anymore. I do see people celebrating likes 
and um, that's cool. It makes you feel warm and fuzzy, but I don't really go that route anymore. And I think that Instagram is kind of going in that direction. You just want to post from your gut, create what you think is relevant for your feed, and go for it. It doesn't really matter how many likes you get. Just go for it. Number two, you want to have fun. Make sure you're having fun. If you're not having fun, there's no reason to be on social media. I see a lot of people losing sleep over things and um, just kind of struggling with the whole thing. And if you're at that point, you want to take a break. Just take a break because you want to make sure and have fun with all social media apps. Number three, stay positive. You want to make sure and stay positive. Um, it's so easy to go down that negative road. I deal with it on a regular basis. I deal with people all of the time with negative energy and it's easy to get sucked in, but you want to go the positive route. It's so much harder to be positive and just worry and focus on your own thing. And that's what you need to do. That's what you really need to do because it's going to benefit you in the long run. So my three tips for content and for posting is number one, don't overthink it. Number two, have fun. And number three, stay positive. Now, since we're on the small business vibe and uh, you want to drill down a little deeper, maybe you have a small business and you're having trouble uh, crossing over into the social media world and making it all make sense, let me help you with that. Now, if you're a small business owner, and maybe you have been for a really long time, and you've decided that you wanna give social media a try for your marketing uh, marketing dollars. Now, number one, uh, if, you are, if you are having success with print ads, and billboards, and coupons, and things like that, obviously the Yellow Pages is, is gone, but if you're that type of person and you are doing well, I would continue to do what you're doing. If it's not broke, do not fix it. But if you're somebody that is interested in crossing over into the social media world, I would say go for it because number one, it's free. And uh, number two, you can talk directly to your core audience. Once you build up your following, you're going to be talking to people that are interested in what you are doing. And that's really, really important and powerful. Now, um, a lot of you are struggling right now. Maybe you have like a service oriented business. You have uh, insurance sales or real estate sales or something along those lines. I know food, entertainment and lifestyle tend to do pretty well because it's easy to find content for that. But if you're in the other industries that I just mentioned, it could you, you could find it to be a little bit more difficult to find content or relevant content, interesting content, and uh, that's where you kind of get tripped up. Now, there are two things in common with every business in the world. And number one, every business has a business owner or a business group that heads the company. All right, so that's number one. Number two, everybody has a product or service that they're trying to sell. That is the truth. So those two things, those two little nuggets can go a really long way in the social media world. Now, let's just say you're an insurance salesman or salesperson and you are having a tough time coming up with relevant content. Nobody's liking your posts or you're not getting any kind of feedback. Nobody's direct messaging you and it's kind of just stale. Now, if you're a business owner, you have interests right in your personal life maybe you like to hike maybe you like to uh, fish 
maybe you like to visit wineries there is something in your personal life that you can photo and post for others to see now I know for myself when I'm looking for something to purchase if I'm looking for insurance or if I'm looking for a service I always look at feeds and I'm looking for something that resonates with me I'm trying to find out who that person is and look for a connection I'm looking for that connection maybe you like dogs or you like animals maybe you volunteer your time over the weekend there are so many things about your life that someone else might connect with and find interesting and it is relevant to your feed and your business so you don't want to shy away from that I mean you don't want to go full disclosure and you know uh, post every aspect of your life but there are some things that are really interesting that you that you would uh, be surprised maybe somebody uh, has the same hobby that you have maybe they craft and you craft and there's a connection there people tend to migrate to people that have the similar interests so I would say definitely post some more personal content so that they can get to know who you are number two everybody has a product everybody has a service that they're trying to sell so that's important because I want to be educated as a consumer if it's life insurance like I mentioned what's the difference in the different types of life insurance why is that beneficial to me you know educate me let me know what the benefits are let me know what the value is in your product why am I interested in an open house this weekend how can that benefit me if I buy a house right so in whatever industry you're in there are ways that you can educate the public and let us know you know what everything means make it all make sense because you're in that world and it makes a whole lot of sense to you but to me and other people on the outside looking in when you post something that says buy life insurance that's just not going to resonate. You got to tell us more. You got to explain more. You got to pretend like you are teaching a, a course in whatever business that you're in. And every day you're posting educational videos or educational posts. You are dropping some little nuggets about why we should do this or that benefits and values. Now, if you're using Instagram, make sure and use your stories. Because stories is a great way to connect with your audience. Like I mentioned before, you can have 20,000 followers and get 1,000 likes on a post. And if it's not ringing the cash register, then it really wasn't a success. Right? I mean, you could post something really funny that's not really relative to your business. And it did really well as far as likes are concerned. But the guy over here posted some great little nugget about value and benefits to his product. 15 people liked the post. One person inquired, and he turned that into a sale. That's a win. That's what you're looking for. So stories on Instagram really lends itself to that because they have poll questions. You can um, post live video and do a lot of cool things with that as well now it doesn't have to be the perfect post a couple years ago it was all about the right camera the right lighting the right angle it's not that anymore 
It's about content, creating a value, creating benefits, educating, and um, putting a personal spin on your feed. You know, when you when I'm looking at feeds, I'm looking for a story. Tell me a story. How did you start your business? Why did you start your business? Right? Those are all relative. And you kind of create this story, and you'll see as you start doing this, it's going to start taking shape. It's going to start having a, a look and a feel, and that's what you want. Because right now, if you're not having success, your feed or uh, Instagram doesn't have a look or a feel it's kind of just kind of generic and you want to pump some life into that by doing these tips now Facebook lends itself a little bit more to the long format with more text um, those posts stay up a little bit longer I really enjoy Facebook a lot of people um, the younger people don't really enjoy Facebook anymore but Facebook's really relevant if you're a small business owner I would not um, shun that away make sure you are on Facebook and using that as well as Instagram because you can get benefits from both of those so you want to make sure and uh, do those tips I just said that I just mentioned build up your tribe talk to your people and uh, make sure that your door is always open make sure and know that you know let, let your followers know that they can contact you they could direct message you and ask you any question at any time Anytime you post anything, if somebody comments on your post, make sure and get back to them. Let them know that you're tuned in and you're listening. And all of the rest is gravy. I'm telling you, you're going to be a pro at this before you know it. So these are just a few tips that you could take right now and start doing. And uh, I can't wait to see it. If you have any more questions, you could always direct message me. I could help you out. Um, not a professional I'm not an expert but I could definitely point you in the right direction and uh, take a look at what you have and help you out so message me and we will make you okay I want to talk about Parnell Park for a brief moment uh, before I do that my deepest condolences go out to Karina Megan Ortega the young mother who lost her life on New Year's morning due to a drug overdose at Parnell Park in the encampment area. Her family did confirm she was not homeless, but she was addicted to drugs. And uh, the family did try to get through to her over the years, and they were not able to do so. She did uh, lose her life that morning. Now, um, her family reached out to me and asked that I post her uh, GoFundMe page on my social media accounts, which I did. And I hope that they reach their goal and uh, start to deal with this horrific tragedy. Um, nobody deserves to lose their life. It doesn't matter what side of the argument you're on. We don't want anybody to be injured or anybody to be killed. And uh, this is a horrible, horrible incident. And we hope that it, uh, it stops here. Now, Kathy Warner stepped in and called an emergency meeting. She tried to get the park closed. Uh, she wasn't able to do that, but she did institute a 10-day warning. After that 10-day warning, I think we're on day 7 at this point. After that, the park will be temporarily closed and cleaned, deep cleaned, uh, in the areas of contention, obviously, where the campers are uh, staying right now and have been staying for quite some time. After that is done, they will reopen the park. And uh, the law that is on the books 
no camping from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. will go into effect. Now, um, that will be enforced. A lot of you out there are thinking it's not going to happen. The same old, same old is going to happen. They're going to come right back in and they're not going to be able to be removed. But let's wait and see. Let's stay positive and see if the ball is rolling in the right direction. Now, a lot of you are saying that uh, Kathy Warner, uh, council, city councilwoman for District 3, only did this because of the death. Well, the death had a lot to do with it, obviously. We don't want anybody else to get hurt or uh, die on any side like I mentioned we don't want any residents or we don't want anybody in the encampment to lose their life either but let's roll back the clock and uh, Kathy stepped in and uh, put this law in the books in November no camping from 7 a.m. to, to 8 p.m. and uh, she wasn't able to enforce that I'm not going to get into the reasons why but um, it wasn't because she didn't want it to happen I could say that now, there is a law on the books that says it is not a crime to sleep on city streets. That is the problem that we're having here. It is a law that, that protects homeless people, and it's, it clearly states that they can sleep on city streets and not be removed because it is cruel and unusual punishment to remove them without having housing for them. And so that is what handcuffs a lot of our city officials from moving forward and clearing areas like this. Now, I don't think the park falls under that category. At least I don't think it does. I'm not sure, but I, I have a feeling they want to make sure before you, know, you start clearing out people, uh, you got to follow the law. And so that is the problem. I understand you guys are upset. You guys are pissed off at people that are living over there uh, in the areas. The residents in the area have reached a fever pitch. It's a boiling point, And you guys have had enough. And I understand it 100%. So hopefully this is the ball rolling in the right direction. I'm praying that nobody else gets hurt. I'm praying that this is a resolution. Uh, I would suggest that we put a fence around the park and I'm not talking like a chain link fence I'm talking about a beautiful fortified fence that would allow for the closure of the park when the park is closed at 8 p.m. and the reopening of the park at 7 a.m. just like any business in the area you open the doors at 7 a.m. let people in you see who's going in you have security at the end of the night the park gets cleared Everybody has to go, the park gets locked up, and the park uh, gets watched by security, and that's the new way of living. That's, that's, that's my um, resolution to that. Close the park up, shut it down, fortify it, and have hours of operations. We have a beautiful zoo there. We have a great picnic area. It's a fantastic park, and if we need to enclose it and lock it down and open it during business hours, then we should do it. There's a park just like that in La Habra. You actually have to pay to use it. It's a beautiful park. People have no problem doing that, and uh, it's a way to regulate things and keep things under control. I'm not saying that we should have to pay to use the park, but at least 
put those tax dollars to use and build a fence that will enclose the park when it's not in, uh, not in operation. Close it up. We will see what happens in seven days, guys. I will keep you updated, but I'm hoping for the best. Daniel Eugene Martin. Many of you knew him as Danny. He was the tricycle man who drove his bike up and down Whittier Boulevard for many years. Danny was put to rest on Friday, January 3rd uh, at Morning Star Christian Chapel. Many of you that attended the service said it was heartfelt and loving. Uh, Danny was an amazing person. He was a uh, beloved Whittier resident and he will forever be remembered for many many things but uh, mostly for his act of kindness his simple act of kindness that resonated with the city of Whittier and uh, he would ride his bike up and down Whittier Boulevard and wave and smile to just about anybody who would look in his direction and uh, that meant a lot to us here in Whittier he was one of our own and uh, he will be very much missed there was the bike ride tribute a few weeks prior to that. That was amazing. The community came out to say goodbye to Danny. They signed the ghost bike. They left candles. They left notes. And uh, it was something special to see. Uh, the community really needed that to come together and uh, send him off uh, the way he deserved. And uh, something tells me that Danny was actually riding with you guys that day. And uh, he probably loved every minute of it. And uh, it was something special. It really was. I would love to see the Whittier Museum step up and uh, retrieve the ghost bike, the candles, all of the letters, maybe uh, Danny's trophies, and uh, pictures from residents that have taken pictures with Danny over the years and memorialize him in the Whittier Museum. I think that would be fitting. I think uh, it is deserved, well-deserved. And I think it would be amazing for people to be able to visit the Whittier Museum and learn more about Danny and uh, who he was, what he was about, and what he meant to the city. A lot of you uh, weren't able to attend the bike ride or the funeral, and it would be a great way to uh, memorialize him and visit him on a regular basis. So something to think about Whittier Museum. I don't know if that can happen, but I think that would be an amazing gesture. So uh, Danny Eugene Martin, gone too soon. Rest in peace, my man. Also, some more sad news. Uh, Robert Scott McCready, a longtime Whittier resident and a California Grill waiter for many, many years, lost his life on January 3rd. Um, he had some... Uh, heart issues that he was dealing with and um, had a heart attack on January 3rd. It was a very, very hard pill for me to swallow. I had just talked to Robert face-to-face -face on January 2nd. Uh, he was talking about getting back to work at the California Grill. He was going to be a bartender. He looked good. He felt good. And uh, I got the news on Saturday uh, January 4th, I saw it pop up on my Facebook feed, and I was floored. I absolutely could not believe what I was reading. Uh, I still can't believe it. 
He was a great dad. He had a fantastic sense of humor. And um, we would always have great conversations when I would see him. He is definitely going to be missed. Uh, my heart goes out to his kids and his family. Rest in peace, Robert. You are definitely, definitely going to be missed, my brother. Well, that just about does it for this episode. I really, really appreciate you tuning in. Thank you so much. Uh, after listening to this podcast, you know that we are not guaranteed tomorrow. So I really appreciate you taking the time and listening to my show. Uh, make sure and get out to the Whittier Brewing Company. Check that out. Let me know what you think. Also, go give my boy Rafi a visit over at the Grog Shop. He is cooking up some delicious stuff. You are absolutely going to love it. Uh, make sure and tune in to upcoming episodes of the My Whittier Podcast. I have some great guests lined up and uh, some great content rolling your way. So I'm looking forward to it. If you think you could make my show better, please drop me a line on any one of the social media outlets I mentioned before. I will check it out. I am always open to um, con constructive criticism, definitely. I want to make my show the best show for Whittier, so make sure and let me know how I can do that. You can also visit me here at the My Whittier Pop-Up Shop, 10046 Scott Avenue, Whittier, California, 90603, Monday through Saturday, uh, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. We close for lunch, and then we're open from 2 p.m. to 5.30 p.m., and on Saturdays, it is cash only, but uh, every other day is cash and cart, so stop by. we got some great stuff. live in Whittier, California. I will talk to you guys really soon.